selling of shady karka. Halacha Aleph. A person is not allowed to sell his friend, whether it's karka and land, and metatlin, or movable objects. Yes, basikin. There are people that tie it belongs to them, or yes, badin. People want to by by law want to take back the the chayv or want to claim a chayv from it that it was a lien on this karka. Achi until he notifies the koina that this is a is a questionable karka that uh, this questionable sale. Obviously, all of even though it's true that there's a chayis, that means if if the, if it takes so it gets taken away the person will be able to come back to the seller and collect the money so why does he have to tell him he'll pay he'll get his money for sure either way nobody wants to pay the money and afterwards come to other people slap him to din and take back the field and he has to go and collect it from the micro again and therefore the micro must notify him someone sells ground to his friend after he buys he didn't use the field yet but he was kind of one of the drachim that means he wasn't kind of Let's say with Mamain or Bishtar, Yatzel Ma'ar, and all of a sudden he hears that it's questionable. People are 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 uh, trying to re- to. <clears throat> Are, are trying to retract the field, or demand the field. The chiddush here is, even though it was a complete kinyan cast of and star, Chacham gave him an extension. If you didn't use the field yet, you could still pull off the deal. Because generally, once you did a kinyan, no one could retract. You, you, they'd have to sell it, not the buyer. This is like you hid a mum, a blemish in the, in this uh, kinyan. He didn't even enjoy the karka yet, and someone's already demanding it from him. The entire deal is off. The seller has to return the money. And then he does, he makes his own dintera. The seller makes a dintera with the ma'aron and those that are are um, litigation and all the claims. The im nishdamish ba. However, if he already used the field, even a little bit because he already made a kinya. Even if he like just pressed down the there was a, a mate there was a, 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 a sign between two fields and he's one of them. This I guess is. His neighboring field, and he he, pre- he pushed down this fence so to turn them into one field. The Abraham artists, he made it one land. At that point, he already can't make, he can't re- retract. The buyer is the one that has to stand across the Ma'aran and find out why they want to take the field and prove, etc. If they were able to overpower him with their rayas and they took the field away, then he goes back to the seller because he didn't call and interrupt him as anyone would do if, some, if a field was taken away from them, they go back to the seller. And the man the money back. Halacha gibel kolim mecher karka. If someone sells, whether it's land, or ebed or a slave, or shar metatl, and any other movable objects, are is a chayv b'achrayuson. They are chayv to pay. They they take responsibility for it, which means if it gets taken away for whatever way for whatever reason, they will have to pay. Ketzad, for example, in If someone came and collected the field, and that means collected his his debt. That the oh, the seller owed him, and he collected it from the field because of what the meicher owed him. He goes back to the seller and collects all the money that he gave them. <coughs> Because the, what he bought, what he acquired, was taken due to the sellers uh, not paying up his bills. And that's it, not only by karkais, but anything that's sold. And even if it wasn't spelled out clearly that I take responsibility for what I'm selling to you, still, and even if it wasn't written in the star, 
Even if it was the the karka was sold with a deed, with a with a contract, and he didn't mention in the fact that the, that the seller is taking responsibility. That if it gets collected or gets taken away, if someone uh, so he's going to pay back. If it's not written in the deed that a person takes responsibility for a field that he sold, like we said at the beginning of this, if that this applies to karka or eved or any metaltalin, um, it's chayv bachra Even if and if it's not written, it's tolsay. If the field or whatever it was that was purchased was collected through the power of the based in by Yidin, whether it was movable objects, by they were really stolen, exulin, or or stolen in daylight, or a person made himself the owner by force. Or the someone that the, he owed the the seller owed money to came and collected from the field that was in the hand of the buyer. This this all happened through going to basin by Yidin. If a guy is the one that collected it from the buyer, whether it was a random decision of the king or was through their courts, the the seller is not to pay back because we, we assume that they're dinim if they they're relying on two aid and those are not two aid that are kosher. We don't know that this din is dafke true, so you can't take it away to collect money from the from the bal I'm saying even if they say that he owed them taxes, how do we know that that's true? Um, even if the the guy that collected it says that the the one that sold it you stole it from me, broad daylight. he doesn't have to pay anything. It's considered considered forceful. That is beyond um, the regular circumstances and. He's not chayiv to pay. The halacha, hey, hamaycha karka lechabeder. He made he sold when he sold the field. He made a deal with him and he made a condition. She kol oynish yivold bekarka zeh any. He made a stipulation that he's going to reimburse any type of loss of the property, even if it's beyond his control, even if it's oynish. Yechayiv yechayiv l'shalom. He's going to have to pay. Afilu ba akum ugzala machmas hamaycha chayiv l'shalom. If in that case, even if a guy came to claim it, the seller is going to have to pay. Because we said it's considered an oynus, but still, if it's so way beyond the scope of what he was imagining, for example, let's say the the, the irrigation uh, canals that were bringing from the from the general lake stopped working, so that that nar stopped to dried up, or the other way around, or the the stream of water decided to go mamish through the field, turned into one big lake, his whole field, or an earthquake, let's say that that took apart the whole thing, the whole field, in that case is potter, because that's beyond what he was thinking, it's not only an oinus, it's not only beyond his control, it's not not found, if it didn't come to his mind, this wonderful thing, this wondrous thing, basically he's the one he made this night, any oinus that's not matzu, that he couldn't have thought of, that's not part of the tonight. They say about the Twin Towers, that when they wanted to collect, there was, there was, insurance on the twin towers but they were saying that 
made the, all the insurance and all the things they were ready to cover. Not, it wasn't mentioned that if a plane comes down, that wasn't, they never imagined. So that type of thing. Any deal that's made regarding money. We try to evaluate what the person that made the tnai meant. We only consider part of that uh, that. Stipulation things that are you doing tonight? The things that's possible that they imagine when they made the time. He's the one that, that, that when he made this condition, that's what he was thinking about when he made it. Here's an example from a story um, of a person that hired people, hired sailors. To bring sesame seeds from to a specific place. His name, he made with them a tonight. You have to bring it there by hook or by crook, regardless of what happens. It's your responsibility. And what happened wonderfully, there are sailors that they go by 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 water. And the the nahar, the the taich that was that they would usually sail on has dried up. Even though they could committed to any onus, this they're not chayev, it's not really your responsibility to bring it by by uh, horses to, to that other place, because it's beyond the scope of what he imagined. Someone sold ground to his friend, he takes no responsibility, even though it was it was known for sure, it was stolen, the meicher was the one that stole it, and it was taken afterwards from the hand of the kech, he owes nothing. Then for sure, also, if you say this, then for sure, if someone collected this field to pay up a, a old chayv that the, the seller owed, he doesn't have to, to return anything to the seller. Any deal they made and they were kind on and it's exactly what they were talking about, then that will continue to exist. Reuven sold Shimon. A film, and he said clearly, "This is not. I'm not taking responsibility um, to to pay back if anything is collected." The ball Levi, by Tzimiyat Shimon, Levi came and collected it from the hand of Shimon. and because he says that Reuven uh, owed me money. So Imratz or Uven, if Uven is a chaverman and is dedicated, is a chassid, so he wants to make dinim shima im Levi. He says he wants to go take Levi to the entire and say, no, I don't know your money, I don't know why you're collecting it. Then he could do it. Oisa, ve'ein yachal Levi loymer malivu lechal. Levi can't say la baldvarim didiyata. I'm going straight to the field. I, I I'm taking it straight from Shimon because he knows that that he doesn't care. He knows that Uven's not going to pay because Uven said he's selling it to Levi Bachrayis. So that that's what Levi would say. But still. Reuven is allowed to take him to the entire. There's no achrayis. You don't have any achrayis to this field. Reuven can still say, I'm still part of the picture because I don't want him to be angry with me. He's losing out because of me. Now, Reuven sold, sold to Shimon a field with um, not with the responsibility. And and then Reuven went and bought it back from Shimon Bachrayis. That means Mr. Reuven sold to Shimon, and he said, I don't take a Christ if, if it gets taken away from you. Then he bought it back from Shimon, and, and he said, I'm only buying it from you that if something, if the field gets taken away from me, you're going to pay me. Shit, that means the old buyer now became the seller. Now, one of his own Balchayvis, Reuven, the initial seller that now bought it, one of his Balchayvis came, and to take it away from him, literally, he can't go back to Shimon and, 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 and collect the money. Even though 
he didn't accept the chayis to Shimon. When he sold the Shimon, he said, I'm not taking a chayis for anyone that collects it from you because of me. So Luchura, at this point, it's being collected out of Kilo, we can consider him someone else. Still a chayis, atzmoy, kibel, He definitely did not, the plan was definitely not that the moicher himself is going to take it away. Because when you sell something, you are planning that it should find itself by the, by the buyer. And therefore, even though you didn't plan to cover if someone else takes it away, but you didn't plan to take it away yourself. In this case, he's pl- he's so to speak taking it away because of a chayv that he owed. What happens if the bal chayv of their father, Reuben, let's say Reuben and Shimon are brothers, and uh, their father Yaakov, the someone uh, he he Yaakov, their father owed money to someone else, and he's coming out to collect the field because of that chayv. Then chayzer bechol adamim al Shimon. Because then it's not considered that it was collected because of Reuven's chayv and he himself is taking away the field. It's because of an ancient chayv. And in this case, he could go back to Shimon and collect the money. He accepted the chayv and therefore he has to pay up to Reuven. Reuven didn't accept the chayv, so even though that part of it is his, um, he owes it still, um, he doesn't have to pay for that. Perek. Um, he wants to buy something. The seller says, I'm ready to sell for 200. The buyer says, No, I'm sorry. I'm only ready to buy it for a mana. They're both angry at each other. Each one went home. That's it. Somehow they got together. In the presence of the moicher, which means he agreed, he let the other one do a kinyan. If the seller is the one that came towards the lekeach, and he said, "Let's let's do the deal again," even though they didn't specify, because the seller is the one that came towards, and that means he's agreeing to the terms that the buyer initially wanted, which was only a hundred mana. However, the buyer who should buy, the buyer, let's say, came back to the store and said, "You know, let me be kinda." That means he's agreeing to the sale to the. Because you're agreeing with the Tanai that the Meicher made. Okay, so it's it's the uh, simple Indian. The Chid, the Vart here you always have to remember is that once a person made a Kenyan with the consent of the seller, at that point they can't retract the deal. It belongs to him halachically, and therefore you have to know what how much money it was. Halacha based. Someone bought from one of five people. And each one demands from him and, and is calling him to base. You owe me money. You bought it for me. I was the one that sold it to you. He doesn't remember who he bought it from. He puts the money between them, and all five, that the taina that it belongs to them, and he could go off, walk off. It doesn't get split between them. Rather, it stays between. It stays in Beisdin until either they all admit that they were lying, and that way they don't get anything, and only the the rightful owner gets. Because if you would get split it between everyone, so then that doesn't cost anybody to be a thief. Each one taina belongs to me. It's from Gemara Mafke. This is the next sefer. And beim who chased, however, if he wants to be lots of yidei shemaim, wants to be on the better side with the Abishter, nice and double lachalach lechad. Because lots of yidei shemaim, he's allowed to. We go beyond the letter of law and give each one of them 
in that amount. If he took, he bought something from one of five people, the cover boy, and he denied buying it from him, and he swore falsely that I never bought something from you. And after a while, he did shuva. And he wants to pay up. But now, instead of one person demanding that you stole from me, there's five people come and say, You swore to me, you swore to me falsely. I don't know if he probably swore to a whole bunch of people. But for this specific object, five people came. Marham Afkin says, yeah, that it, being that it's a Avera, Chacham were kindness him that he should pay each one. Now, generally, as long as the object is by him, he has a certain nemanos beyond just being one edus. And he could say, I sold to him, I sold to him, and it's because Migui, if he wants, he could give it to whoever he wants, and therefore, he, he's believed to say, this is the person that rightfully should get it. It's when it's still in his hand. If it's not under his hand anymore, that means it's ready by one of them. He's like one aid, and he didn't call Adam. Well, the chiddush here is that he's like an aid echad, and he's not considered a gabeidus. If he took money from both of them, one he took against the will of the person, one he took from from yeah. From who did he take against the will? Bain. Yeah, the, the, it was against the seller's will. Okay, one person he took from from because he was happy. The other one forced him to take his money. Regardless if one of them has the money or the other, or both have it, his opinion is irrelevant. They, they, it's an argument directly between both of them, and they both swear. Each one takes half half of the money and half of the 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 chayfets. Halacha, over introduction to Halacha hey, in which we're going to discuss Toyin Vinitan, which means arguments between the buyer and the seller. I'm going to preface a few rules which are generally very applicable in Toyin Vinitan, which will come up primarily in the next Sefer, Sefer Mishpatim arguments, but it's going to come up here. And they are, there's a concept called the Koifer Bakur, which means if someone demands something from someone else, let's say I lent you money and the guy says, I don't owe you anything, or the one that says, I paid you, please give me what you, the, the chayfets that you promised me, or the seller tells the buyer, um, you, you didn't pay me yet, and he refutes the claim, he says, I don't owe you anything, he denies totally, that's called a kaifer bakol, now we have a chazaka, that a person doesn't have the audacity to totally refute a claim, if he, he owes something to someone else, either he, he promised him money, he owes him money, whatever it is, and therefore, if someone does make such a claim, he has a certain level of nemanus, we will not make him swear we believe his claim. Chachamim realized that there is uh, that type of a azad. People do have, to a certain extent, that type of audacity, either because of pressure, etc. And therefore, they added a shvua derabbanon, which is called a shvua's hesis. It's a very light shvua. It's without nikitas chefetz, which means it's without taking a sefer Torah. It's a lighter oath. Hesis means pressure. We try to put pressure on him. That's a kaifer bakol. He doesn't have to swear in a Torah. And he has nemonus. Much more. The Rabbanon, he swears the Shavuos has this. Then there is a Moide B'Mixas. Moide B'Mixas means a person says, you owe me $100. The guy says, I'm, I don't owe you. I owe you $50. Now, if he says, I owe you $50, he's Moide B'Mixas. So the Gemara tells us that this person really, what we can assume is that 
really, he does owe him the money. He doesn't have the chutzpah, the audacity to, to totally deny the claim. So he says, you know what, I'll admit a little bit. I'll give him a little bit. And then when I'll have more money, I'll pay more. And therefore, he has, we, we doubt him a little bit. And therefore, Chachamim put on him an oath, which is, it's a, not Chacham, the Torah puts on him an oath, a swore that Isa. And however, after he swears, we believe him. Why? Because we'll never take out money, Ms. Faker. We won't take out money if we don't have a different way to prove it. Then there is a person that, uh, there, there is a dechad supporting um, the other person. Let's say uh, the person says, you owe me $100. He says, I don't owe you anything. But the person that, uh, that brought him to Beisden, that person owes him, uh, the person has one aid testifying. So according to one aid, we're not going to demand him to take out money, but we will demand that he swear, for example. So these are these are um, types of shvois. That's his nishbam and And then there are cases of nishbayim v'noitlim. Those are rare cases. Nishbayim v'noitlim means that, uh, that let's say, if really the he's a koifer bakoil and he's meant to swear, but we we don't believe him because either he's a mosa ganev and he's mosa shakran, and therefore we flip the oath that the one the 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 one bringing him to court, he's the one that will swear, and then he takes the money with him. We'll bring other cases as well. So that's by way of introduction. If some person came and and uh, claimed about his friend, you sold me something, and the, and the seller says, I never sold. Or Machati, the seller answered, I did sell, but you didn't give me money. That's why I'm not giving it to you. The buyer said, I paid, but I didn't do the kinyan yet. You didn't give me the object. I already slept it, but I but I didn't I didn't see this moon. But I notified you about this moon. One of them says, One of them says, There was the tonight between us was such and such. We didn't make any conditions, this was just a regular sale. The general rule of thumb is someone, the muhzak, the one that has the object, he's the one that it stays in his um, possession. Uh, and the one that wants to take it out of his possession has to, uh, he has the onus of bringing proof that it, it doesn't belong by, it, it belongs to him. Now, Allah above, lawyer is if there's no proof, the Nishba HaKoifer, whichever one is denying the claim, Shvos has, as, as I explained earlier, if he's a Koifer, he totally denies, then he just swears the Shvos has this Midrabanan, and it stays by him. If he, if he agreed halfway, then there's one aide testifying like the, the person that's arguing against him. Then Nishba Shvosa Taira. Minatayra has to swear Kishara Tainas Kulam. Now we're going to bring examples in which it depends. We're, we're, we're going to see over here that not necessarily it is in the Rishos of one specific one, but being that it left the Rishos of the seller. Even though it didn't reach the rishos of the buyer yet, um, we're gonna we're gonna side with the um, buyer. Halacha zayin. Amar lechem v'ni tenli b'dinar peiros. Give me peiros for the for a dinner. But also he gave him by peiros menachem b'rishos rabim. And now at this point, the peiros are in the rishos rabim. So imagine a marketplace it left the store and it's now b'rishos rabim. Lechem v'ni tebias a dinner. Now the seller is saying, "Who give me a dinner?" Ubal by seimer. The the buyer says, "Nasatil chadam." I gave you the money. We shlach l'asem You put it in your pocket already. Arei lekiach nish bakitakan. The buyer swears. 
Chafetz, which is a, a Shmud Rabbanon, but a severe one that he holds a Torah or uh, and he takes the Peiris. Why? It's, he's not the Mosuk yet. It's not in his own private property. However, being that they left the Rishos of the Moicher, they're ready in the public domain. So we we side with him because it already left, so to speak. The Moicher already did an action and the Kain already brought it into Rishos or put he was ready to put in Rishos We side with him. It's more in his Rishos, so to speak. It was completely in the Rishos as we explained. In that case, he would only, he's a regular Koifer Bakoil. And in that case, he just swears to strengthen his taina, and he even if and he keeps it in his possession, then we wouldn't it wouldn't be a shvuas ataira. Vilo ayadayim b'shusa chenbani, if it was still in the store owner's possession, the seller ha'yanishba shvuas hasas, then he would be the kaifer akol because I didn't get the money from you. Bishar parais tavatzli, and then we'll stay by him. Now, nasan alkech dinah lechenbani ubali tel peiris hamonachem b'shusa rabim. He he uh, the the buyer. Gave a, a dinner to the seller already, and he's about to take the payers. And the store owner says, Excuse me, this dinner that you just gave me, this is you're paying me for something that I owe that, that you owe me from yesterday. And you already took them home. I didn't sell you these payers that are now in Rabbim. You're paying me for yesterday's. In this case, in this case, we won't consider it closer, so to speak, to the um, to the buyers, Rishus, Shaka, um, we're gonna forget the seller is gonna swear and the kid is a that's that he holds a safe for Torah. Shakacha Yadaver or Machzah Preis of Lachanvani. Why? Sorry, Loi Hoydo Leishem Charem Oelam Loi Maelam. He 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 said this Paris I never sold you. When did we say that once it leaves his Rishos, it's closer to the Kaina? And once the seller agrees that he uh, he took out these payers from his store to give it to this person. Here he says, I never took it out to give it to you. I gave you these up. You're paying me for something that happened yesterday. These payers have nothing to do with you. And therefore, it's still the Baalbais, the, the owner sorry, of the store, is still considered the Mozak. And if it was still in his store and it wasn't in Rishos Rab, then for sure, he wouldn't even swear a Shvua. Rabbanon, which is a more severe shvuah than Akita's Chayfetz, with a Torah, he would just swear shvuah's Hasis because he's a regular Kaifer Bakal, Kamash Biyarno. Now, Halachatas, Vachena Dimenais and Dunel Shulchani, Little Mice, all these Dinim, now we're going to copy paste them, not to a person that's selling. Um, object or, or fruit, rather to some, someone that's swapping money. If the money is still in the area which belongs to the public, I mean, the people that come into the store on their side of the table, let's say, if the Shulchanai agreed that he actually say, sold it already and he put it in that side of the table, however, his claim is I didn't take yet money, then it's similar to the payers that it's already in Rishul Sorabim and he put it there. And then therefore, this, the, sell, the buyer is going to swear that he did pay because already left that person in However, if he didn't agree, he gave it to him. Even if he agrees that I took a dinner, but he says, I took the dinner for what you owe me from yesterday. I never gave you these coins. You're paying for something I already gave you yesterday. In this case, in this case the Shulchani, which means the store, the, the cash changer, he's the one that swears, and it's going to come, it's going to belong to him. Now, many, many learned in Yeshiva, this Indian, if someone uh, swapped a paro bachamar, he swapped an ox for or a cow for a donkey. Vialda and it gave birth. 
Someone sold his his uh, maidservant, and she gave birth. Excuse me, you should know she gave birth before the transaction went through, and therefore the child, this baby uh, slave, belongs to me. No, she gave birth after we made the deal. After we, I already did the Kenyan. Even if the boycher says, I don't know, Still, he's still considered why? Because when we have no clue on which side of the fence this child will belong, and we're not sure when she gave birth, we're going to say who was Muchzak till now, and we're going to consider it by the Moicher, and therefore, even if he says any Yodea, the other one has to bring it right. Even if you would say one second, but it's not in his property, it's standing in a swamp, the Behema, or which is a public property. Um, Still until he brings proof. If he wasn't able to persuade Basin with a proof, a substantial proof, means with Adis. The, the seller will swear. He's going to have to swear. And Avlad Aparo. And, and it's going to become his. However, very important. He's not allowed to swear. She was even if he's kaifrakol, because well, kaifrakol doesn't swear in any case. But he's he doesn't swear. Ella Hesses, a very light Shvuder Abana, not the more severe Shvuder Abana. Why? Very important. Klal. We do not swear Benikitas Chevet holding us every turn, not for Avada, not for Karkois. As he's going to explain over there. Um, because it's a clown, not for a brother, not for shvachas. We'll see. You could be, you could swear shvachas hesses, but not as strong as shvachas with the sefer Torah. Halacha zayin, halacha yedal. Zayimani, ani yedev. Zayimani yedev. What happens if both of them say we don't know? We don't know where she was born. The the shifcha when she gave birth. Be'inim b'shos echemem. It's none of their rishoyos yechloiku. In that case, they sell it and they'll split the, the gain. And if one says, and this is also a general rule, if one says, I know it was in my uh, property. And the other other one doesn't say, I don't know. He's shoysik. You should know that the one that claimed that was born by him, he, he's the one that gets to keep it. Why? Because being silent is accepting that person's claim. Someone that had two slaves, a small one and an older one. I stay saw this two fields. I bought the big one. Excuse me, you bought the smaller one. The buyer has to bring a proof, or and and then he'll be able to keep the bigger one. Or the the seller can swear a shvuas hasas that uh, that he's only sold a smaller one. And then that person's only going to get a smaller one. And that is again because he's considered the Mukhzakama. Look, um, if the, the buyer said, I took the big one. The, buyer, the seller said, he's quiet. The buyer got, gets the bigger one. Because like we said, if he said, any of that, he said, I don't know. The buyer has to bring proof. Or again, the 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 seller is going to just swear she was hasis and it's going to stay by him because then he was the most aggression and in this case he is going to give the cotton the chiddush here is that it's not considered might be mixtus even though if he says you sold me the big one he says i sold you the small one he's not agreeing to half of that person's claim because in the big one there's also the size of a small one that's not how it works he says i, I give you something else it's a different object and therefore um 
He's be'atzim akayif for bakoil, and therefore he's shunish b'shuah. So that's the chiddush of this halacha, if I remember correctly. Halacha yedalat. Kol mishnayil hasafik b'shuah. Wherever the safik is created, all of lahavi raya, and we'll explain what that means. Kaitzit, for example, amachle par b'chamar. If a a par was exchanged, a cow was exchanged for for a donkey. Umashal bal chamar es a para. The bal chamar pulled the para. And and because he's now and now the other person has to pull the chamar. The previous owner of this uh, this cow didn't get a chance to pull the donkey, which he now swapped for that for his previous cow. And he finds the donkey's dead. Being that we were saying till now that until we know for sure it transferred to the next. It's the next person's ownership. It's considered in the previous owner's rishus, and that's why he could just nishba hesses and keep it. So over here, it's going to work against him, being that this person didn't get a chance to pull the donkey yet, and he found that it's dead. The own the previous owner of this donkey has to prove that his donkey was alive when they when they did the first stage of the transaction, which really. When the bala, if if generally what happens is that a kinya chlipin works right away. When what if I'm swapping this for something else, even if one of them is kaina, the second one is also kaina, even though he's not there yet. However, being that we said it's still considered in his rishos, he's gonna have to prove that in the time that he pulled the para, the cow, the the donkey was still alive. Now, now the Ram is gonna bring an interesting case, which is similar to that. They found a, a needle. Once the, the the way it worked was the sheikh had bought a cow from somebody, and. And he shafted it, and he finds inside of it a a needle in the base of kaisis in one of the stomachs. Vinikvayz and Nechem Vulz made a full uh, through and through uh, hole. Im the general rule of of trefes is im nintzalah koydedam. If you see a drop of blood there, bidur shanitra for koydedam shchita. We know for sure this happened before shchita. Before it got shafted. Lefichochim higlit piyamaka. If there's a scab, so to speak, there's a covering over it. Bidur shanitra for shloisha yamim koydedam shchita. This was at least three days before, so the body started combating it already, and then you know that it happened three days earlier. Then for sure it was it was before the shaychit acquired it. However, if the it didn't get a coating over it, over here it's not sure in whose rishos it was. It definitely happened before the shechita, but it's not three days before. And the shechita, let's assume, bought it a day before. So we're not sure in whose rishos, whether it's in the shechit, that's where it got the, the needle, and then it's his bad luck. Or no, maybe he bought it already and it had it. Now, t- according to the rules that we were saying till now, we would have simply said, one second, the 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 seller, the one that sold it to the shaykhit, it's still in his rishos. But over here we say no, because when uh, a shayla became in one person's rishos, he has to bring raya. That's the cloud that we just introduced. The, the sheikh it has to bring proof that before he bought it, that's when it became trefa. The going rule is the one that the, the suffix was born in his rishos, he has to bring raya. Um, because it's true that he acquired it. That means you can't say the fact that he acquired it from someone, so that person maybe will, will drop it back a stage, and for sure the other one's the Marakama, being that the suffix happened in his rishos <clears throat> when it's a suffix again, not that it died. If he couldn't bring a raya, then it's his bad luck, and he has to pay the full price to the, the one that sold it to him. Halacha, Chaf Aleph. 
If someone's selling to his friend something that's on that's not defined, if its type is known, what he means, even if the measurement is not clear, and its weight or the exact amount is not clear, it is possible to acquire such a thing. However, if the if its if its type is not known what he means, and we'll bring an example for this in that case, loikana. But Bikitzer, it doesn't need to be exactly defined by its measure or weight or height, etc. But it has to be a person, they, there has to be a certain understanding between both of them what he's referring to. So, Ketzad, Allah Abbas. This pile of wheat, I'm selling you this pile of wheat for this and this amount of money. This seller of wine, I'm selling you for this and this amount of money. Sak Shaltainim, this sack of figs, I'm selling you for this and this amount. Even you don't know exactly how much is in this pile, and he doesn't know. I'm just He doesn't know the weight of this bag of figs. Or you don't know how many jugs are in the cellar. Because he sees it, and you see it, and it's about something specific. The general concept is specific, and therefore, even if you don't know exact amounts, the mimkar is kaim, which means you have complete gemiras das, and this kind of there's no. No backsies. Even if afterwards they find one second, the whole cellar wasn't full. Or it's more than, that's that's more than I planned to sell. I'm sorry, I didn't realize the bag was so full of uh, figs. Yeah, it, it's still, the mechira exists. However, they could check how much the going rate is. And if it's more than a shtus, if it's, it's like, if it's a shtus and beyond, so then, they can, and he has to pay back the know like the Dinah know that it's a complete Kenyan, just has to pay back, but no, none of them could retract. If someone says to his friend, anything that's in this house belongs, I'm selling to you. In this surprise box, you know, like those, uh, those surprise eggs. This is how much I'm selling you. Whatever's in this box, like those, uh, those uh, what are they called? Those those bids that they do in camp. in this bag. Even if the like the buyer agreed and he he made a kinyan mishicha on the sack or on this box, Why? We explained many times. You have to have complete gemiras das. And this guy, he's gambling because he's assuming maybe it's something else. Maybe it's that or the other. Heaven is it is it straw, is or it's gold. He's like a gambler. And that's why a gambler is not Namala Aids because he's 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 considered a Ghanib. Because even though the person uh, gives him money and they, they made a Kenyan, but there's no real Gmiras Das because the person doesn't really want to sell. He really wants to gain he, he believes that he's gonna be winning, like every person that goes to Vegas. Yeah, Allah Dalit. And therefore, he's like a Masachi B'Kubya, it's considered no Gmeir's Das, and it's Gneva, etc. Cholka Yetzibuzah. Sold him for 10 dinner, Chitim. Um, uh, didn't tell him how many saw he's giving him for this 10 dinner. He gives him the amount that the, the going price in the time that they sold. Even anyone that, that regrets, he says, no, I wasn't planning to, to buy it from you for the regular price that they were selling in the market. I came to you for something, whatever it is. Which means, to remind you what Mishapara meant is that the Kenyan did not go through because 
being that it, they weren't, it wasn't a davar mesuyim, it wasn't specific, so there's, they weren't the mishzamigret. It wasn't something defined, and therefore he could retract, and they can't demand that he he continue and follow through with the deal. But he will get a mishapara because that's not how business works. Halacha, hey, I'm selling you a place on which he's going to build a house or refes bakar v'chenamakabel person bought acquired a place for him to to build a place for his son right after he got married so he could live near him at the beginning let's say if his daughter her daughter was just just widowed so she he wants her to be able to live near him at the beginning which mefarshim explained is squared out so it's five by five um if he said, I want a big house, the minimum of that category, which is Shmoina Al Eser, 8 on 10 Amis. Mocheloi Traklin, which is considered a hole, Oyster Eser Al Eser. Tarbet Shalchotzer, is a much bigger or bigger courtyard, Shtemisrael, Shtemisrael. And the room called Bais, Kechatsi Arka, Kechatsi Rochbai. How much is the height, which is like what we're familiar for zoning purposes? So, the height of every house that you're selling is the half of the its length and half of its width. That's the number. Okay. If someone sold someone else, um, he sold in his property. I'm letting you dig underground and make a ma'or, a, a, a cave for a burial plot. I am a or he came a gift he gave him to make kvora. And now let's say, just for to make it sound a little practical, this guy died. And now his son, which got this field, sees someone excavating under his on this field. He says, "What's this?" So he says, "My father, your father, let me gave me a gift. He told me I can make a kvura. How much did he sell him? Is he allowed to push a dig, make a hole underground as they did in the Shamgar, make another whole floor down there? Zakta the Deniz Ara. He makes a. Uh, we'll soon talk exact measurements, but he makes a cave. Eight. Um, fingers sticking out of this central cave into the sides. They would lay them into the wall. Um, three from each side. That means when you come into the cave, to the right and to the left, there's three. And two at the end of the, the, the cave. That's the assumption when a person sells a family plot for a person. It's, uh, it's eight kvarim. And with a hole, with a hole to get in, a hallway of this cave. Now, how long is the the cave itself before you before we dig into the walls? It's arba ames al sheish ames. It's four ames length by six ames. Now, each kivakol kever kever arba ames oirech. It's four ames length. That means into the wall, the depth of four ames. Veroichav and the width is shisha tvachim, which is one ama. Viroim Shiva and the height of an Ama and one Tefach. Uh means the Ama is six Tfachim. Nimza, so let's make the Khajm. We said the whole the the entranceway and the, the cave itself is six Amas by four Amas. So six Amas width and four Amas length. Um so how, sorry, six Amas length and four Amas width. So Along these six amis, there's going to be three kvarim on each side. So how much is each one? So there's two spaces between when you have three kvarim. So there's two spaces in middle. So each entry, entry extra space is between the kvarim is an ama and a half. That's two ama and a half so are, are three amis. And then you have three amis left for one ama for each caver. 
and between the two middle ones, the ones that are at the end, the other end, there's two amas between them, because we said their four amas is the width of this whole entryway to the to the ma'ara. So there's one ama, one ama for each uh, for each caver, and then between them is two amas. I'll send the picture, Hashem. If he's selling him selling him a place, he sells him the right to have a stream of water coming through my field, bringing irrigation to your field. Which is a dry dry field like uh, that that needs all the time irrigation, like for for wheat and barley, etc. Why? Sorry, he gives it Amo. He lets him Amo over here doesn't mean the, the width of Amo. Amo means the the canal of um, of one Amo. Shirach, that uh, sorry, the, the canal that's that's width is two Amos. In addition, for its sides, for so to speak, its walls. Okay, because you you can't do anything. It has to be strengthened and and dedicated to holding up the sides of the uh, of these of this canal that it doesn't fall in because it comes soft. That's if he sold it for uh, uh, Amasamayim. And if he, he asked for a stream of water, but it's not for irrigation of a whole field, it's much simpler for house usage. Then recently, Amo, Shirochba Amo. This Amo, which means this uh, this stream, it only with is one Amo, not uh, two Amas. And then also for the sides to strengthen, being that it's not such a strong flow of water, Chatsi Amo Mikan, Chatsi Amo Kan. Lagapel, you only need a half a ama of the ground around it, that uh, on both on either side of it, not to be used. Now we'll see what you could use for it. Halachas, about these sides. Balas of the noitan, he's allowed to plant in it trees that are obviously not mamish on the spot a little farther away, because the roots will go under the stream; they go much lower. Aval and he can't plant over their vegetables. Because if you plant over there things that have roots that go take root much closer to the surface of the ground, it's going to soften it, and it's going to ruin the the whole canal. Now, what happens if the, the the walls of this stream fell in? About the deal between them has to be the uh, by assumption, unless they decided otherwise. The one that is going to fix it is the one, the owner of the stream. However, he's going to fix it with the earth of the field itself. This is the basic understanding when he accepted that there's going to be a stream in his field that he's going to er- use the earth of he, of the balasada of this field. To fix, but he's the one that's going to fix it, the one in the stream. Now, if he sold him a pathway through his field, he sold him. He has a. He wants to. The guy wants to open a door from from the side. There was never a door there, and he wants to open a door. And he says, "I want to walk through your field," and he pays him for it. If they didn't specify exactly how much, and he he's asking for a private person to be able to walk in. He's giving him two amis and a half of width. That's how how break this pathway needs to be. What? Why that amount? The 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 a donkey should be able to carry its its load and walk through this path without uh, comfortably, without knocking into or ruining things that belong on the side. If either he sold him a pathway between cities, or when he sold it to him, he said, "I want a pathway the size." Of derech bein ir leir, that's the definition he gave. The width of the street has to be eight amos. Why? Because you have to have 
it's like a two-way street. You have to have a place for two for wagon to go this way, which is four amas, and a wagon to go the opposite way, four amas. Machle derech harabim, if what he defined as a derech harabim, the public path, the nice and sheishas re'ama, he's giving him 16 amas, because that's, we know from Hilchah Shabbos, that's considered a shusharabim, and a Torah is considered a derech harabim. Halacha yud. If the king decides to take a pathway or the mourners that are following, they're being malab of the mace, are walking through, he can't say, oh, you trampled my things. There's no shear for how much they could trample. And which means you can't even sell such a thing. It's, 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 uh, he could do it anyways. Now, the rival. Remember, the Rav the Rav disagrees with the Ramah because he understands the Ramah. I'm saying that you could sell it, but he says the king doesn't need to buy it, and that's it. Seems to be the shit of the Ramah Balav Hachi that the Ramah is just saying that there's no shear for such a thing. The king could do it. The Derech Akiva they could no times could be against them. Halachi Yudalef, Machlai Makam Lemaimid, which is like the 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 hall for the eulogy near the the remembrance hall by the by the Basham guy. Let's say No Yisun Loi Beis Arba Kavim has to give. A uh, place that that uh, feel that you would be able to plant over there and reap four kav of wheat, four hundred something kilometer meruba, a meter Someone says to his friend, I'm selling you a place in my field to make a a, a well and its walls. Which means that he's giving him the average size of a well, which all wells were seemingly the same type of size. And in addition, he's giving him the width of three tfachim all around this hollow space to build into the into the field walls so to keep the water into this uh, well. Halacha yud gimel. He made he he marked for him one boundary that's short. Let's say uh, four feet in, and let's say four feet. I'm just giving you an example. It's probably it's much more than that. But let's say four meters. Okay, he did four meters from one side, and the other one he marked him uh, eight meters. Okay, so im If when he marked marked the eight meters, that belonged to one person's field. So he told him, you know what the 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 one. The, the left, the, the Meyer side of the field is alongside Reuven's field, which is eight meters. The Leukon, and, and the other one is, is four, and he's marked them down, but the other the other side, the opposite, the Mizrach side, he only marked f- uh, four meters. He only acquired the amount that's connected the short, shorter. That means he, out of these eight Amas, he only got... Um, Four Amis, that's that's the square. Which uh, we understand that if, let's say, the longer metzer, when he showed him the whole metzer, but he said it's the, the length of the field that belongs to Ruvain and Shimon from Myra's side, that's eight uh, meters. And from Mizrach's side, you have four meters. So we make a slant, we make a diagonal line from the end of the four meters all the way to the end of the eight meters, so he gets like Roshator, like the head of a cow when you're looking at it uh, standing standing up, so it has a neck that's straight, it's longer out, and then you make a diagonal line up the nose, and then the top of the head, so that's the type of field he gets. I'll send a picture of this also. Halacha Yudal, Imetzer Uven Mizrach, Umayrev, Umetzer Shimon Tzafan Vedarim, if let's say, 
the 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 west and east side belong to to Reuven, and north and south belong to Shimon. So Tzara Sheyichtav, he has to write Metzer Reuven Mishtei Ruches or Metzer Shimon Mishtei Ruches. He has to spell out that the that what I'm giving you is the the borders from Reuven and from two sides and Shimon from two sides. It's not enough just to leave it blank check and say uh, one Metzer is from Reuven and one Metzer is from Shimon because then, as we'll see soon, if he just gives him an L shape, he gets a different uh, type of field. These are it has to be defined. Matzel and Metzer Rishon. What happens if he marked off only three of the the three of the sides? And didn't mark down the fourth border. He obviously gets the entire field because he marked it down like a chaf. So everything that's in that chaf he gets. The fourth border itself. That means that strip he left for himself a little bit on the line of what he sold. So you get whatever's in the chaf, but that line itself he keeps for himself. If that that line, whatever was there, is swallowed between the two, the top and the bottom lines that he, the borders that he did mark down. There's no line of trees over there. It doesn't have the space. Whatever is whatever existed there, some bushes, whatever, but it's not enough for Tisha Kabin, then Afkana Metzah Ravi, then he can also, he also belongs to him, the, the fourth border. The reason, the reason we say this is because we say, you know what, he didn't mark down the fourth border, not because he left for himself that little amount of space, because there was there's nothing substantial there, there's no place for Tisha Kabin that this guy, which is the minimum of a field, so he can't do anything with him on his own, the, the previous seller, and there's no Rechav Shotzkolim, there's no line of trees over there or other stuff. So his intention, he just saved himself time. He didn't mark down on the star that there's another there's another border because if you get three of the borders, so obviously you close the Shlossman. <clears throat> However, if whatever was there was not swallowed into the the Chaf, into those three borders that already he marked down, or there is a substantial, substantial uh, trees over there of Palm trees. Oy, she has British cabin. There's that amount of space, like a, pl- a patch over there. Like no. In that case, that is not considered part of the sale and uh, it belongs to the, the previous Moicher. Hoya Movla, if it is swallowed in, however, Vyeshal of Rechashal, the column, there is. It means because it's both ways. On one hand, it is swallowed in. On the other hand, there aren't substantial things in it. Or a different one of the these three. Shaloyim of Latake wasn't swallowed in. However, and also the anal of Rachel the column. There's no tissue cabin. Bazin Bazin has to look at it and they'll understand. They'll understand and whatever their understanding will guide and that's how they'll pass in what could be the intention of the seller. What happens if he marked down Pashat only the corners? He marked down, let's say he marked eight little lines. At each corner he marked two little lines to show the corners of the field. He didn't, for any of the directions, he didn't mark down a full border. Or he only marked down two complete borders, like a resh, like a L. Or he made a line for each side, but not uh, didn't complete the line, they didn't touch each other. He didn't acquire 
all of them. So he acquired only in the space where he did mark down because he obviously had some different type of plan. And the Chacham will understand, based on what they're going to see on the ground, what exactly he wanted to sell him from each, alongside each one of these marks that he did. There's a bigger complex, okay? You have to imagine in those days. You have to look how they built. But there were houses in, in bigger groups of houses. Let's call it a complex. Even though, he said, I'm selling you a house in this complex. Even though he marked down the outer borders of the entire complex. And there are some people that call the entire complex a house. He's only acquired one specific house in this housing com- in this housing group of houses in this housing complex, because we assume that when he marked the the outside um, borders he was trying to show him where exactly the whole thing exists. However, if he intended to sell you the whole housing complex, he would he would write clearly I didn't leave for myself anything. But he didn't write that, and he just marked down where this whole thing exists. The same deal will be if someone sold a field in a valley. And we find that instead of marking where the field is, he marked down the entire valley. He just stretched it to show you exactly where it is. If someone says to his friend, if someone says to his friend, I'm selling you fields. The, the minimum of fields are two. I'm like, if he says all the fields, they could be even three or four beyond that. However, this will exclude Ganes and Pardesim, um, gardens and uh, orchards. which is possessions, He says, uh, um, sorry, if he says nechasim, I'm selling you um, possessions. Even he's including also gardens and orchards. But he's not including houses and slaves. If he says all my possessions, then even even houses. If he says, sorry. If he says, Kol avadim abatim, even slaves and houses, and any famous objects that belong to him, even children on his, his head are considered part of the mecha, part of the sale. Someone says to his friend, One of my houses, or sure, one ox from Mishvarai from all my oxen. He gives him the smallest one. Not only that, if one of them dies, one of the houses collapsed. The one that fell or collapsed and died, he has the lower hand in the star. He has lower power of claim. And he says, this is the one that I meant. And you accepted that. You signed off on that. Someone says to his friend, I'm selling you the Sada of the house of Chia. There are two fields that have the same name. He called it that way. He only acquires the, the shvacher one, the, the smaller one. Someone says to his friend, I'm telling you, the field of Reuven. But now the Lekech is already coming to start working in the field. This is not the field that uh, that I sold you, that I said that I bought it from Reuven. Alone, that's stama name that people stuck to it, but it really I mean, even though that's what everyone calls this field, 
I know the truth. He sold me a different field, and that's the one that he sold to me, and this is the one that I sold to you. Up over here, it's something else. Over here, all of a sudden, I'll Michael Raya. Because everybody knows it as that name. And Vimloy Havi, if he couldn't bring rice, then Zechal the Kech, Bazusha Kosha Kola Ha'am, Kairosal Ruven. He's Zechal the one that everyone calls Ruven. Rechenka, it's Halech Acher Hashem, Shu, Pashat, if you have to go according to the name that ever, that's accepted by everyone. I'm Elchaber, someone says to his friend, Chatsi Sadani Merchelcha. I'm selling you a half a field. The Shaman Kamashava Kola Sadu. We evaluate how much the whole field is worth. And Islam in a Kacha Shaba, Masha Shava Chatsi Adamim, Shal Kola Sada. Now what we say, if he says half a field, we don't give him half of the field. Rather, we give him half of the value of the field. And yeah, and and the half of that value, he's going to give it from the shvachre part of the field. Even if he says half the half that's in the south side, we evaluate how much the value of the whole thing is. He gives him a sliver of land that's worth half of the money of the whole field. And on the Durham side, and he the, the the buyer has to make in his own property the place for the fence to separate between them. So not only that he has to build a fence on his own property, he also has to make a behind the fence. He's gonna to have to take precaution that, that animals shouldn't be able to crawl over the fence into the, the other person's field. He's gonna to have to do it on his expense. What he does is He makes a ditch that the width is three tfachim. The and after that means there's the wall, then there's a ditch. Like a moat, so that it has a hard time climbing up these Nemiya that would come in and eat the roots. So three Tfachim ditch, then one, then and then out and past this ditch of three Tfachim, there's going to be um, there's going to be a, a Tefach barrier, as we'll see in a second, and then another ditch of six Tfachim. Another ditch that's wide, six Tfachim. In between both of them, that the, the Nemiya, this animal that climbs over the fence, shouldn't be able to reach and, and ruin the roots. Okay, it's a but And this is all on the expense of the Lekech. If he, he only owned a half a field. And he said to his friend, if he said, the half that I have in the field belongs to you, that means he sold him kana chatsi kula. He he acquired the entire half that belonged to the seller. If he said half the field I have, that means not half of the field, which would refer to the entire field. Half of the field, then he only bought he only bought a quarter of the field, which means half of what the the, belongs to the seller. If I'm selling you the um, the the border from which which separates between both halves of the field, that splits or stops or whatever. If he if his intention was and he said these are the, its borders of what I'm selling, then he acquired the whole half of the field. That's why he pointed out the middle border. If he didn't mark out these are the borders. Then, then what his intention was, you talk it by only nine kabim alongside the middle, the lekana the base tisha kabim, the minimum of a field.